Hello, my name is Jesper Hastrup Svensson. I am a, a senior consultant at Rishospitalet in Copenhagen and a professor at the University of Copenhagen. I have uh, Sunday this week, last week, uh, presented the main results from the loop study at the European Society of Cardiology Congress uh, 2021. Um, and just briefly to make an in-flight to the loop study, uh, we know that atrial fibrillation is associated with an increased risk of strokes and an increased mortality. We also know that a lot of patients with stroke have uh, atrial fibrillation. And one main problem with atrial fibrillation is that the majority of patients do not have any symptoms and therefore re they remain undiagnosed and they don't receive the very effective therapy that we have to reduce the risk of stroke by oral anticoagulation therapy. So the aims of the loop study were to investigate if we could by performing long-term continuous monitoring of the heart rate by use of an implantable loop recorder and initiate oral anticoagulation therapy if we detected atrial fibrillation, if this could reduce the risk of stroke. So we performed an investigator-initiated randomized clinical trial where we included participants who were older than 70 years and had at least one condition which gave an increased risk of stroke. And the four conditions were hypertension, diabetes, a previous stroke, or heart failure. And the exclusion criteria were known atrial fibrillation or atrial fibrillation on the screening electrocardiogram, ongoing um, oral anticoagulation therapy, or a uh, contraindication to oral anticoagulation or an implanted pacemaker. We included patients from four Danish hospitals covering three of the four, uh, three of the five Danish uh, regions. We uh, identified study participants from Danish registries and invited the participants to come to an uh, inclusion uh, consultation. We randomized a total of um, 6,004 participants and they were randomized in a one to three ratio um, to receive an implantable loop recorder or go, or go into the control group. So 1,501 participant received the uh, ILR uh, group um, and 4,503 went into the control group. In the ILR group, the participants received an uh, implantable loop recorder from Medtronic, the reveal link device with continuous 
remote monitoring. If we saw atrial fibrillation with a duration of six minutes, the patient was put on oral anticoagulation therapy. And we adjudicated atrial fibrillation episodes by at least two senior cardiologists. In the study, we found that by loop recorder recording, uh, we identified more than 30% uh, of participants having atrial fibrillation in contrast to 12% in the uh, control group. More than 90% of the patients uh, in the uh, ILR group who had AF diagnosed were uh, initiated on oral anticoagulation. And in the control group, a little less than 90%, 88% started oral anticoagulation therapy if they had atrial fibrillation diagnosed. The main result of the loop study were that we had a total of 318 primary endpoints. And in comparison of the two groups, we saw a 20% risk reduction in the ILR group, but this was not statistically significant. We saw no effect on total mortality. We saw a modest uh, uh, occurrence of bleeding complications, but no significant difference between the two groups. With respect to subgroups, if we divided the participants into the three groups according to baseline systolic blood pressure, the group with the highest systolic blood pressure, i.e. above 157 millimeters of mercury, they seemed in the subgroup analysis to benefit from um, being ILR monitored. We also performed a sensitivity analysis where we only looked at those with, uh, in the uh, study who had their assigned treatment for a full period of three years. And here we saw a significant benefit of being uh, monitored. So this would be a, a per protocol analysis. So in conclusion, um, we uh, found no uh, significant reduction in the primary endpoint uh, stroke or systemic, systemic arterial embolism by having implantable loop recorder recording and uh, subsequent oral anticoagulation therapy. We found no uh, effect on mortality. On the other hand, there were no uh, difference with respect to bleeding complications. So the perspective of the study is that probably uh, the atrial fibrillation episodes that are recorded uh, who are, which are very short lasting, they are probably different from the episodes that we uh, diagnose by usual, usual um, follow-up of uh, standard patients. We identify a lot of paroxysmal atrial fibrillation, whereas with 
standard methods, uh, patients with um, more persistent atrial fibrillation are diagnosed and they probably have a higher risk of stroke. So not all atrial fibrillation episodes uh, require oral anticoagulation therapy. And this is in a, in a perspective nowadays where a lot of our patients are having smart watches and other wearables. They will come to physicians and say, hey, my watch has diagnosed a five minute atrial fibrillation episode. Should I do something about this? And the uh, uh, assuring uh, message is that not all atrial fibrillation should be uh, taken seriously with respect to initiation of therapy. Thank you for your attention.